Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We have ignition. Ahoy, everyone, and welcome to the 50th episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. That's right, guys. We've actually made it to 50 episodes, and I know we've had the special ones and stuff, but I think this is kind of a neat milestone because, you know, we went from absolutely nothing, and here we are just a few months later already at episode 50, and I think we've we've gone through and had some great guests and some pretty fun times already, and so tonight, <clears throat> I brought Carson back. I don't know if you guys remember Carson. He's been on a couple episodes already. We had, we have a good time hanging out with him and chatting with him. And we brought uh, another admin from the Unconstitutional Awakening and other meme pages and stuff that we run on Facebook. Y'all know him as Tan Men, but of course, as you can see down there, it's Jason. So, you know, we're just going to have a good time tonight. I figured we just have kind of a current events type discussion or just see where the information goes. So I got to ask you, Carson, how you been? How's things been going since last we talked to you? It's been fucking wild. It's... <laughs> It's been freaking wild. Uh, this coming weekend's the last weekend of bear season. We're all ah. getting pretty excited. Um, last last weekend we were up uh, Saturday night and all day Sunday, and we had uh, work for the government, so we had Juneteenth off. Anyway, um, we got we went up into a thicket on Saturday. I get no, I guess it was. It was Sunday morning. We went up yeah. into a little thicket. There was not much visibility. We we were moving through, trying to get up on top of this ridge. And as we're moving through, you can smell the dog in the area. You know, you can really smell that. Like it's a wolves have a very distinct smell. Sure, sure. And me and my buddy are kind of freaking out. Like, uh oh, we're walking in on something, and it clears out just enough where we can see about 30, 40 yards. And we look up, and we're seeing gray backs run all around us oh man and so we ended up counting six of them but there were six wolves that tried to push us off in that mountain i don't know what their uh, their plan was with me but it wasn't going to be any good we were we were able to back out of there pretty easily but uh they were not happy we were there as soon as we got about 100 150 yards away from where we saw them they did a roll call and just just letting us know that they were pissed it was great. That's, I mean, that sounds scary, but at the same time, pretty, pretty an awesome experience. I mean, you're never, <laughs> you're never going to experience running from wolves really, unless you're out in, inside of stuff like that. I call it reasonable anxiety. Uh, the emotions I was feeling like uh, a lot of people worry day to day about everything. And uh, it's pretty reasonable to be like, I'm glad I had a code Brown, you know, may have, may have pooped my pants a little bit, but Man, it was it was insane. I've never I've never been shaken by an animal. I've never I've never had the quivers like I did that day. That was that was something else. Okay. Absolute. We're going back this weekend, so we didn't learn our lesson. We're just going back with more guns. Yeah, yeah. So have you ever have, 
is this your first year bear hunting or have you ever done that? This is my first year bear hunting. I've never, never taken one in Idaho. I've done it once in the North Georgia mountains. And I think that was enough for me. We, we did success on our weekend out, but dragging that bear back from the top of a mountain to the truck, like seven miles was God awful. Like that. I'm glad I experienced it. Not for me to do again. Not, not unless I had to. So the trail we're doing this weekend is it's, you literally you're walking the ridge line of a mountain range and you're looking down into the valleys, yeah. uh, these Alpine lakes and stuff like that. And 16 miles one way all the way. Like it's downhill the whole time. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. You got, you got about a few hundred feet of elevation change throughout it. But what I'm really worried about is I'm going to get right in the middle or like get maybe about four or five miles in and smoke a bear and then I have to make the decision whether I want to walk uphill four miles or downhill, you know, yeah. 11 or 12. That's, that's very true. Like, yeah. Oh my. <clears throat> so, so like, I guess, I guess in all other aspects of stuff, you know, how, how's, uh, how, how's things out your way? You know, I mean, I know we hear all like the, the fear porn and the gas and, you know, like the, the food shortages and stuff. I know in my bubble, it's not that bad. Like I gotta say, like, I don't, I, I, maybe I'm lucky. I'm not sure, but. Well, gas prices are at five thirty where I'm at. Ooh. Gas prices are $5 and 30 cents a gallon. It's, you know, I bought a thing of butter the other day and it was $5. Whoa. But all my bills are paid. So Get the fuck out. I have a nice warm place to starve to death. Oh God! How about is how, how bad is it over there with you, Bandit? Like I don't, or, I know you haven't seen as much as me either. I don't think. Uh, gas is today the lowest it's been in a little bit. It's at four fifty-five. Uh, butter is butter is. I've seen it at four twenty. Three seventy-five, three seventy-five for the little four-stick one, but uh, we've buy like the big rolls of it for a little bit more but you get a better bargain i mean the amish market is a little bit more expensive but you get a better quality and more of it for a little bit more money we don't have that luxury but other than that i mean veggies are the the garden is the garden's coming in quite nicely yeah quite nicely chickens are going to start laying pretty soon you're, yeah, because you're just getting started on chickens. You're 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 not. A oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had ducks last time. Never again. Never. Ducks are, ducks are awful. Like I don't know if anybody out here listening. If you have ducks, I apologize. Like, <clears> I I hate your ducks. I hate ducks, man. Like they're the peacock. The peacock is still alive. Oh. Not that. Not not yet. Not yet. It's uh. It's only uh, a week old. If that. Ah. It hasn't gotten that. It hasn't gotten to the yeah, the crowing yet. I've always kind of wondered how they taste. I do. They're in the turkey I family. am. Yeah. So it's it, yeah. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a dark meat like like a turkey. I bet. I bet. Yeah. I won't get to find out. It's gonna go away after a couple of months and go to more land where it can be an asshole somewhere else. Or are you just like fostering it? Mm. Okay. 
right. fostering it until it moves out. It's going to move to a bigger farm <clears throat> where, uh, yeah, it can grow and be an asshole somewhere else. I have been working on my animal pens. My my pigs have been something else here in the recent recent few weeks and whatnot. And so I've been collecting up pallets here and there where I can, and I have made an impenetrable pallet fortress for the pigs to live inside of. And it, I, listen, the only way that thing's coming down is if you take the entire ring of pallets down. Like it's it. I got tired of messing around They're They were getting to be a little too much and just getting in my personal space. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I know you've all got probably your little go sit to personal space, but here recently it's either been a pig, a goat or a couple chickens sitting in there with me. And I'm just like, good God, everybody needs to be readjusted and repenned up. Like it's just, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it's, it's good though. Cause I enjoy having the ability to have my own, own eggs, own food, you know, own, own stuff like that, like right here in the yard. Like that's, that's something I think a lot more people need to be pushing towards, especially with all these fires and exploding processing plants or whatever, like, cool, go do your own thing. Like, that's just something I guess I keep preaching about it around here. I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're out there just hunting for food there, Carson. Like I know how you roll with it. Oh man, I'm telling you. So this is the last like season season that I have until so not only is it necessary for me to kill a bear, but you know, this is the last hunting season I'm going to have till September and no telling what the fuck gas price is going to be like in, in September, excuse me, but it's going to be ridiculous. Sure. If, if beef, if, if it costs me more than $18 to pick up a chunk of ground beef, like a pound of ground beef, I'm eating my horses. <laughs> Fuck it. Like, what is a pound of ground beef out where you're at? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't really know because I don't buy, I don't buy meat from the store. I, I buy, buy I buy the local stuff, but it's just interesting to see like the differencing, uh, the difference in prices. Like, it's it's pretty buy. close. It's pretty close. It's in double digits for sure. It's it's in. Are the, you sit? Whoa, one pound of ground beef at one like a pound Kroger? of ground beef. It's in the double, double digits. digits. Yeah, like 11, 10, maybe. Holy crap. Where are you at in Idaho? Just south of Boise. Wow. Yeah. And considering Boise, considering Idaho is in the top five of cattle states. Yeah. That is, yeah. Oh. Uh, that's no bueno. Uh, but that cattle statistic, sorry. A little retarded. That that's just, it also includes uh, milking cattle. Okay. Your, oh, okay. Okay. Your Holsteins. Okay. So your, that totally, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That, so that totally uh, makes sense now. But what's cool though is like it is right around the six or seven dollar mark here. But I can go to the farmers market, and Kentucky has a really nice like, um, like local ground, like local beef that you can buy and like state raised state slaughtered. It goes, there's no middleman. It comes straight from the farm to the farmer's market. And if, I can get that for $4 a pound and I can get 10 pounds for 40 bucks. If I, if I had a million bucks, I'd open a butcher shop out here because there's no reason that beef should be this freaking expensive. No. And they're only getting a no. dollar 10. They're only getting a dollar 10 at the sale. <clears throat> 
wow. like there there was a ridiculous prediction that a dozen eggs will be ten dollars by fall. I'm glad that I have my own eggs right in my backyard. Yeah. I gotta start shitting that's, my own eggs, that's, I guess. That's that's ridiculous. Dude, chickens, listen, I'll tell you right now, and for all the folks out there listening and watching and stuff like that, chickens are easy. They are listen, if you get totally them past, easy. if you get them past the chick stage, chickens are easy and will take care of themselves as long as you've got, yeah. got them in Plus the they'll spot. take down your bug pro they'll take down your bug problem. Yep. They're they're allowed inside city limits. Yeah, Jake, you just can't it's the have a rooster. That's not allowed. It's the rooster most foul, minus like the anything that crows is allowed within city limits. You can have rabbits inside city limits, quail. You can have doves. Um, I don't know about pe pheasants. I don't know about yeah. Um, and Pheas you can have home size like pigs. You can have the miniature pigs inside the homes so you're saying you want to take <clears throat> pigs home with you when you come visit oh me don't tempt me please man are, don't tempt me sized pigs don't even bacon tempt me if I'll the wife finds out that i got an offer and turned it down i will I'll get skinned i will when, you know man with a pair of them bro like if it, especially if the old lady wants them where's she at I'll, I'll i'll talk her into it M message her on facebook <laughs> Screw me over. Just cut out the middle guy. You know, just cut out the middle man. Um, they're actually doing a lot for like <clears throat> urban farming is what it's called. Urban, urban farming, urban, yeah, whatever. Raising mm. animals inside an urban environment has picked up and become a really big thing. Why not? The Why Backyard not? Homestead. The Backyard Homestead. I'm reading a, this. That's a great book. <clears throat> yeah. You have it? I have we. I was having a discussion. A you probably have a version book. of it. I, I have another. I have a bigger version of this that didn't include this much detail, but I have this, and I I pretty much got an I like I got a it planned out, but just more in detail. Um, but there is a lot you can do with a front yard and backyard in an urban environment. There really is. Now I'm not talking about like in your HOA or like urban sprawl, you're not going to do anything in urban sprawl. No. Like a, a gated community in a cul-de-sac or a uh, any type of close-knit cookie-cutter house community, you're not going to do anything there. Nope. But if you live in like, if you live in like um, rural area, yep. there's still so much that you can do to uh, make your household self-sustaining. And and, and you, know, you found that cool little thing out about quail, like that's it. oh yeah yeah yeah. That, that you can cool. have male and female quails because the male crow is so soft; it's all you 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 almost don't hear it. There's there is actually a couple <clears> books that I, I do recommend to people that ask me about this, and they're ones that I do have. Um, you know, in in this kind of conversation situation of, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I do have them pulled up back here, and for those that you know are watching, you can see. For those that are listening, a guide to canning, freezing, curing, and smoking meat, fish, and game. Um, you can get it on Amazon for ten bucks. You can you can find listen. You can find almost every book in the world for free online if you know where to look. You just got to dig around. 
the uh, the self sufficient backyard is another book that is is real good for you to check out. Like I think it's it's got a lot of stuff in there and it breaks it down to like a half acre of land that you can turn into a self sufficient, you know breakup of, of how to do things. This is a book that I really like because it helped me kind of adjust on how I've got like livestock and stuff like that. The uh, new complete book of self-sufficiency. This one I actually found in a yard sale one time for like eight bucks. It's, it you know, another great book that I recommend you getting into or whatever when you're trying to get into this kind of stuff. And then these guys right here, these, these My Patriot Supply, they're, they're actually some pretty cool guys at uh, the Red Pill Project that, of course, you know that I do uh, other shows for. They, uh, they work with these guys. And this book right here has a lot of breaking down of even like uh, – like like identifying plants and stuff like that for foraging not just not just mushrooms because you know when you hear foraging people are like oh mushrooms and i'm like no 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 there's so much to forage for you can forage for like you know wild lettuce and wild berries and wild you know greens of all kinds that have well wild asparagus the other day that that's a real thing you know people don't understand that this these are wild garlic exist well wild garlic is the best wild garlic and wild onions i love it I love wild onions over regular onions all day. Like they are yep. just so good. Also, like, I, like the berries, your wild strawberries, raspberries, thimbleberries. They're so much freaking better than that shit that's full of air in the store. Oh yeah. Oh my god. They they sprout up in my backyard. Okay. The wild onions, garlic, the wild strawberries. Uh, the neighbors have a plum tree. No, no, that is just on the, my property line that they don't do anything with every year. And it's going to be a few years before my apple tree bears fruit. I'm going to be like in the middle of the night, I'm going to be doing an op to go over there and pick their plum tree dry. Well, I mean, I was going to say either that or why don't you, why don't you uh, cut you a branch if you can in the middle of the night and splice it to your apple tree. I've seen, I will. Well, yeah. or, I'm going to do the same thing with my grapevine. Probably splice it off and regrow it. <clears throat> I, I keep telling you, please bring me. Look, I'll, I'll give mm-hmm. you, I'll give you no, a I am. vine of muscadine if you'll bring me a vine of grape. That way we can have a little of both each. I, I, that's cool with me, man. I'll do that. Heck yeah. You, you're going to hate yourself after you plant that muscadine and it takes over your entire yard. I, lo- I love it being all over my yard, dude, because it does. It's all over everything. The goats like it, and you can make some killer wine out of it. I don't know if you're, I don't know how you feel about muscadines or whatever, but they're they're basically wild grapes, and you have to yep. peel them. And if you and if you get them too early, they're tart. If you eat them like just raw, your lips will go numb. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> do you know this from? Do you That's know this again? from experience? Yes. <laughs> yes. I knew. I knew that was coming next. Too early, I think. Like you know, I mean, when they when they've had the. Pro- time to age and they're a little softer you don't i've never really run into it as much at that point but that's that's also the time that i start making wine out of them anyway so when we were a kid we used to run up on them and grab a whole bunch of them but we'd know they're ready when you can just barely squeeze the end of it and it would come out the top and we'd sit there and do that all day and we would shit like sprinklers at the end (laughs) sure sure i mean but i mean you think about it though like a lot of that stuff's you know, naturally there, and it's even though your <clears throat> your body might react like that, it's helping clean your body out of Lord it was a detox. Oh, yeah, total yeah. natural detox. Of Lord but getting back to what we were talking about, man, 
it's going to be whatever. And I, I personally, you know, I, I like to, I always have like an, not an optimistic view sort of, but not really. It's not going to be the complete doom and gloom, like food shortage that everybody thinks it's going to be. It is going to be real. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be real, but it's going to hit your major metropolitan areas the worst. They're going to consume themselves because the average major, major metropolitan area only has like two to three days of food. For I mean, that's all together. New York City, Boston, uh, Miami, oh, any any major area. L.A. is going to just burn itself down. Yeah, L.A. is going to have food shortages. So it might be a good thing. Um, but they only have two to three days of food stored up in, in, in it for any type of emergency. Like, I doubt L.A. has two days worth of water stored up. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. water, water is going to be. Yeah. And the fact that people in the major major city areas like that don't know how, nor do they have the resources or the ability to grow their own food and take care of their own animals or anything. They don't have the ability to do that. They totally 100% rely on um, the supermarkets for food and resources. 100%. Um, It's going to come down to... You... No, go ahead. Oh, no, go okay. Ahead. All right. So my apologies, but like you're absolutely right. They only have a few days worth of food, but I think that a real battle in the long term sense, like right off the bat, when you're starting to lose like food and stuff like that, you're going to start fighting. That's going to sort itself out in a couple weeks. Like once you get established, you're going to be established, but. Yeah. The next threat that's down the line, excuse me, the next threat that's down the line is water. I think that water is going to be the next, like, so this initial food shortage is going to take its toll, and then the water shortage is going to take its toll. I live in the land of natural springs. Yeah. I'll get water. I live in the high desert. Yeah, I'll get water. That that won't be a problem. I'll get Georgia water. is covered in natural springs. Like, yep. we've got... We've got natural springs. Hell, I know where there's one not far from my backyard that runs into another river. And, you know, so go ahead. Like, y'all want to fight over some water? I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll dig deep enough. I'll dig deep enough in my backyard to hit groundwater. Absolutely. It, that's that's the issue here where I live and a lot of people up in the You're not going to be able to do that. Have you ever? Yeah, we're not going to be able to do that. Water table 600 feet. Have you, ever done any, have you ever done any? Like, Jason, uh, what's up, man? I knew he was here, but he was he was he was just yeah. Uh, I was on the road. No, the camera's on now. Fantastic to see you, sir. Look at that beard. Yes, look at that beard. Bro, I heard y'all talking about water. Funny enough, so where I live in Connecticut, there's a very very big like freshwater river that flows through called the Naugatuck River, and it's horribly polluted to the point of where the fish in there are poisoned. So it's just virtually useless. So I'm fucked. No, you're not, buddy. We're going to rescue you. Yeah, we'll rescue you, dude. With my, yeah, with, with, my samur- with my samurai monkeys riding emus. I have this whole plan <laughs> like, laid pigs, out. Dude. They're like, going to be riding pigs. Oh, wait, where do you, wait, where, when did you Bad have hogs. the time to teach monkeys the way of the samurai, though? It, 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 
Listen, they're, they're just going to be wearing samurai outfits and having samurai swords. They're not going to turn on the guy with the boomstick and giving them bananas. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm and I'm going to have them saddled up on emus because the emus have already proved you can't beat them in a war. Yeah, so they're pretty much bulletproof. They're undefeated. Uh huh. So, and we have Monkey Island down here in the south. So if I can get enough monkeys trained to ride emus. That's it. I don't need anything. Dude, else. that's a. I I don't see any flaws of that plan. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Come come on, man. Nobody in Connecticut has enough ammunition to stop emus. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so I mean, how how how's things up there in Connecticut? Is uh, are you guys getting, you know, beat to death with high prices? Uh, man, like- dude, dude, I saw gas prices at four ninety yesterday, and I rejoiced. Like it's it's been pretty bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's rare to see gas prices under f- uh, five bucks a gallon. Ugh. And then, what's that? I said, ugh. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen gas under five in three weeks, man. Uh, yeah, dude. I I saw four ninety yesterday, and I I hit that gas station so fast. I mean, luckily I got paid today, but I was running low yesterday, so that was a lifesaver. Sure, sure. We like today. I seen it um, back down at a store. I seen it down to four twenty. You know, nice. But I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, hey, I was like, we're coming back down again all of a sudden. And and I will, I will say, like this kind of proves that if we were to actually, you know, quit not tapping our own oil resources, uh, I don't think it would be as ridiculous as it is now. Like, there's a lot of you know, stop drilling that's been happening and such in our own oil reserves. And I think that's kind of stupid. Well, one of the first things Biden did, he, uh, the Paris climate, he rejoined the Paris climate accords. And then next thing he did was sit there and he joined the, uh, he banned all drilling on federal land, which makes up 25% of the U S is oil. Yep. And he stopped fracking. And um, the Keystone Pipeline, he stopped drilling. I mean, if anybody doesn't believe that, I'm not saying the cabbage, the head cabbage had anything to do with it because that dude, have you seen, did you anybody see the new thing on, I saw it on Twitter. Uh, the, the cabbage in chief literally has to have a cheat sheet to tell him when to take a seat, when to speak, when to shake hands, when to nod and turn to the left and shake hands. And he had the cheat sheet in his hand when he was talking about the SCOTUS uh, ruling today for New York State. And it is all over online. The when you told they, me they Zoom. He tried to finish the alphabet after saying LGBTQ and he tried to, he was going on to finish the alphabet and they had to stop him. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody believes that that potato is in charge of anything other than shitting himself, if anybody believes that a sitting president is in charge of anything, I got a bridge to sell you, man. I got a bridge to sell you. <laughs> there hasn't been a president in charge since John F. Kennedy. Sure. Sure. I you know, yeah. and even that was limited. And they killed him for that. 
supposedly killed him for that. Well, was, that's a different was, discussion. You, you know how you know it JFK was a very open-minded president. Yeah. I mean, but after, I mean, but you can, you can re- literally see, you can literally look at the list after JFK. I know I got your joke and you could, and you could see the, the blatant actors in place. Like it to me, I, I can, when I go back to history and look at it, you're look just like, who they put in charge really after call? him. LBJ. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. That guy was weird. The dude liked to urinate on his secret service out in public. He would have like meetings with them in the hot tub. He'd just be naked in the hot tub. He'd, He'd be naked. Bragging like... about the bragging about the size of his dick to everybody. Everybody called to complain about the size of his pants not fitting correctly because it rubbed his dick wrong. There wasn't enough room in the crotch. I mean, we all. I mean, and it just gets. It, we all got that problem. I mean, it just gets better after that, though. Like, look at look at Reagan. Look how look. The only, re- the only reason Reagan was so racist is because his wife was getting banged by everybody else, including like Tyson and shit like that. I know, that, she was so. giving sloppy toppies to everybody. But, I mean, look at Nixon. What what a joke. Oh my god, come on, Nixon was... Lit, was that is he walking, talking joke. The best Nixon is the Nixon on Futurama. The head of Nixon, that's the best <laughs> Nixon, is the, the, pickled, the pickled head of Nixon. Uh, have you have you guys like, seen? Sorry, have you guys seen the joke of Futurama? It was like, I'll take you somewhere where the Constitution doesn't mean squat, and it takes it to the Supreme Court. <laughs> well, we. Pro- <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, what were you about to say there, Bandit? Before we, I mean, but seriously. <clears throat> If any presidency has ever been the butt of any joke, it has been this clown show that they have that they have in office right now. I mean, if anybody looks at that and goes, "Man, that dude legitimately got 81 million votes," and I think it was an absolute <laughs> good idea to put this make-believe piece of paper into this ballot box to hope that my, the hope he gets into office. If anybody looks at that and goes, that's a good idea. I'm going to send me a video the other day. And the first thing I noticed in the video was they were in front of a green screen. The the green screen video where he, uh, if one word was, if I was to use one word to describe America, it would be. And I'm just like, what did, and he was standing with the, uh, the new, Supreme Court Justice, whatever her name is, and then the VP. And they were standing in front of a green screen while he said that. <clears throat> He's going to short circuit live on TV, and it's going to be hilarious. He already has. When he fell off his bike. When he pooped his pe- when, he, when he said he got his ass wiped. Yeah. Or, or, how about, or how about when he fell up the stairs? Or fell off his bike. That was that, a good one, man. That was the most recent one, isn't it? Yeah, when he fell off his bike. Yeah. How about how about when he was in Boise and he had the fucking tag by his ear? You guys see that? Oh, the square Not thing it. on his yeah. ear? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And then people will go, well, you're just a Trump lover then. Nah, fuck that orange dictator too. People don't know how to respond. You know that? When, when you Mango say Mussolini. Tr- Mango Mussolini, <laughs> the Cheeto dictator, whatever. When you say, like... 
when you start trash talking like a Democrat, they'll just be like, oh, you must love Trump. Fuck that guy, too. They don't know how to respond to that. It, it, there's something that stops the wheels from turning. Oh, yeah. oh, you must be a libertarian. Now fuck them, too. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> I, I ride that train, too, because, you know, they've turned into hero worship, and they're just Republicans with bongs. Like, that's, that's, yeah. that's all they are. That's it. And I love it's it. It's modern politics has become such a clown show. <laughs> I, we're we're like the you know we are we are the slow bus of the the world right we, now as far as politics so go. We're we're all fools. We're all fools. We're all fooled by society in this way that we can <clears throat> think that the world couldn't like. Oh, this is the way it has to be. This is the way. This is the way society's been ran for hundreds of years. Well, yada yada yada. It's the the best system in the world. And you know, like I'm not saying the Native Americans did everything right and they were the nicest people ever in their their oh, history. No, they were not. But there's something romantic about the way they lived that makes me a little bit jealous. Well, the thing is, they were at one with. They were at one with nature. Yeah. And the earth. Maybe. And, you know, that was, uh, that, that's when the further we strayed from that, it just shows how much of a downward spiral it has been. Because, I mean, truth be told, there'd be no, there, there will be no peace on stolen land. And the U.S. hasn't had peace since we, you know, since this land was taken from them. It's almost like somebody built a whole bunch of stuff on top of Indian grave, you know, burial sites. Burial mounds, yeah. Yeah. And and all of a sudden there's been a bunch of curses. What's that, Jason? I said their ancestors is coming to fuck us up now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? Right. For real, though, man. It's been like that. But war is more natural to the way the world is than what we're living right now. War is more natural. Sure, this, this, this society, society than this right than this right here. <coughs> this society is an anomaly in itself, you know, yeah. let alone let, let you know, let alone I, I you know, I, I to an extent I agree with the war being a natural you know, a natural state, just because if you do look through history, there's so much time throughout history where man has, you know, been spent at war. And but then when we get into stuff that I know me and you like, like you know this all you know alternative history and stuff like that, I I wonder you know like how much war was in these other you know places to the point you know they did get kind of walked on and erased from history. So it makes you wonder if it was near as near the same. I I I do because I I think you know humans are generally loving creatures. It's just a lot of shit. Like a lot of shit that people don't even understand. It's beyond their realm of thinking like that is done to them on a day to day basis. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but like, like TV, I think TV is the biggest thing out there. Like I'm, I'm not trying to be like, Oh, I don't ever watch it. Blah, blah, blah. Cause no, occasionally I find something to enjoy, but like the television itself, there's so much subconscious, programming in it like it's it's you can even look up the the patent numbers that show it's a military weapon you know like there's there's reality to that you know it's not just a conspiracy you know like one of the things you mentioned was alternative history and whatever wiped out those giant civilizations in south america that could come back 
That 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 can come. Bandit's been talking about them. Bandit's been talking about that. Like, yeah. Whatever, whatever wiped out those millions and millions of people. That just just come on, just come on, Thanos. Let's go. Even if that means I have to go, just let this place go back to trees and beauty. For the love of fuck. Just, yeah, I remember seeing this show uh, years ago on like the Science Channel about like what would happen to the world if humans were to just, you know, disappear oh, the next day. Yes, they'll yeah. have one for 2050, 100, 1000, and then yeah. 10,000 years. What the world, what the world yeah. would look like yeah. after 20 years, after 50 years. I watched those, man. Yeah, like back then, like I was, you know, I was a lot smaller and I was watching this shit like, damn, that's horrifying. Now I watch this shit and I'm like, man, that's just fucking paradise. <laughs> like, you've got trees the, everywhere. We actually know? have a real world example like that on Earth right now. Yeah. A few. Pripyat, Pripyat near Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. What would happen? And that's it. That's been third. Well, actually, it happened the year I was born. So it's been 41, 41 years. Think about all the ghost towns out there. Like even Georgia has ghost towns yeah. that you know have been abandoned and left totally untouched though. Hmm? Totally untouched by humans for very long times. Like that's, yeah. that's something I do like about Georgia. I like to go adventuring in the woods out here because we have a lot of old mills down the river and stuff. Like when we when uh, I, I like to go down the river a lot, and when I go down the river, you. You run across old mills. You run across old like river houses, houses that have been. On the you probably river. run across paper mills in Georgia, right? Old paper mills. Yeah, old paper mills, just uh, mills of all kind, because we're you know Georgia. Yeah. Georgia was all rivers and streams, and then and then they started burying uh, you know productive black communities uh, and to create all the lakes, except for the lake near my house. It's the only <laughs> one that was actually a place where actually three rivers did meet and they decided to turn it into a lake and not bury and kill a whole bunch of people. So that's why oh, we don't that do one down in Georgia. Of, yeah. What's Dude. the one you're talking about? The lake Is it Rainier? Lanier. That's that there's Lanier. Somebody a, somebody's making yeah. a movie about it. Like it's a, and that's a real thing. That's one that's, but there's, there's like seven lakes in the state that were created by burying towns. There people, is no, people get yanked under in Lake Lanier all the time. It's the truth. There's yes. no natural lakes in this state. They were all man-made. So, and the Army Corps of Engineers were obviously run by some evil fucking people. You know what I'm saying? At one point in time, like because they, they were like, "This is where we want the lake." Fuck that town. There are lots of abandoned places in um, the U.S. It's like uh, you being a TikTok a TikTok aficionado. Uh, there is lots of urban spelunking TikTok. You you should you probably follow or should follow where they'll go uh, explore abandoned ghost towns, abandoned factories, schools, mansions, everything. We have we have an abandoned mining town called Silver City just outside of here, and it's uh, you know abandoned since the 1800s, and due to low humidity and low just like being covered in snow basically almost six seven months out of the year it has it hasn't had too much damage to it and for about 30 40 years now people have been going up there and staying up there during the summers yeah because it's out of the way of the high desert and it's they do a lot of trail riding and atv riding up there so they make a little bit of money it's it's pretty neat it's it's a it's definitely an adventure 
Here in Kentucky, it's the abandoned mine shafts. Oh, yes. I watched too many damn Wendigo. Too many damn Wendigo videos. Oh, really? Go yes. Oh, oh here, here's you a creepy story. So anyone who's ever been spent any times in the woods knows it's not silent. Right. It's, it's not silent. It's quiet. It's not silent, especially the mountain. You're going to hear birds. You're going to hear, you know, something, animals of some kind, wind, something. Last, last year, we were on a mule deer hunt. We're trucking up this mountain uh, about, about 22 miles from where I've been going the last couple weekends. But we're trekking up this mountain, and me and my buddy stopped. Because there was something like eerie, like you know, you have that feeling that something's watching you. And we're in this boulder yard thing with a trail kind of through the middle of it, like just big boulders about you know, waist high to 20 foot high, just scattered all throughout the mountain. It's very rocky. And we're sitting there, and all you can hear is the crunch of our feet. We stop, and it's 40, 42 degrees, something around there. So, not cold enough to put the birds down, but a little nippy. You know, not not cold enough to make the bird shut up. Dead silence. You could hear our heartbeat in the th- and me and him stayed real close together. But that's that's one of those things where your hair raises up on the back of your neck and you get a little primal. Yeah, that would freak me out. <laughs> it's not the Pacific Northwest is not really home to Wendigos. You're gonna be you're gonna encounter skinwalkers. I don't know what the at, fuck I was going to encounter. Being at, in it. Appalachia, where I'm at, being I'm just in the foothills of Appalachia. Uh, the the major thing is don't ever fire, don't ever follow the fireflies into the woods. Nope. Don't make eye contact. You close your curtains at night. You don't go out at night. You don't go wander into the woods. You don't go following <laughs> weird noises. You never make eye contact with it. So that's it. I actually, speaking of like the ghost towns and stuff, we have, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the movie Fried Green Tomatoes. It's an old movie that was filmed down here in Georgia years ago. You know, real popular thing. Well, it was filmed in a town um, called East Juliet. Uh, Juliet, Georgia is down on Juliet Lake, which is a place where like Bass Pro does term- tournaments and such for the for the for the striper bass or something. Well, on the other side of the lake is East Juliet, and there was a flood. And and when the flood happened, it uh, it you know took out a lot of the houses in that area, but everybody else just kind of left. And there's like this whole mill town on the other side of this lake that's just abandoned and creepy. And it's actually it's not far from where I, I live. It's uh in fact it's on a river that I I really like to flow when we get down to like the end of it. That happens to be in that direct you know general area because that river does kind of run to Lake Juliet. And so it's 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 always been you know something kind of cool <laughs> that that's one of like there's like ten ghost towns in Georgia that you can go kind of venture around that are like known and talked about. And then there's like some that are out here that like I've just stumbled across. Like just I, I'm I'm notorious for pulling over while at work. Even my boss knows this, you know, like because we have time to waste sometimes delivering appliances. And so I'll pull over on a bridge, walk down to the side of it, and go fishing. And you'd be surprised at the shit you find 
on the side of the road, like in the middle of nowhere, like just out there fishing and stuff. There's there's all kinds of like cool good shit just found. And not just that, people have started that. I mean, that the magnet fishing has become huge. I've been looking at the setups for magnet fishing, and I don't live too far from the Kentucky River. I'm temp- I mean, people find all kinds of stuff while magnet fishing. It's real popular down here. Like I, oh I've yeah, got, I've got a couple buddies that do it that I know personally. They found some really neat stuff. Um, one I follow here in Georgia that is a friend of a friend. He fi- he keeps finding like old hidden guns, and he's actually restored Whoa. a few of them with doing that electronic you know, de-rust thing or whatever, where you basically hook a car battery to it and stick it in like a, a sulfur bath. Yeah, the positive like negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and oh. he's been restoring things that he finds because that's, that's cool. And in fact, in Jackson, like two months ago, right, the Jackson Lake that I'm talking about that's over here close to my house, the dude mm-hmm. was magnet fishing off the bridge and found somebody's stolen bobcat that they had drove off the bridge, off the back of the trailer into the lake. So you know it's it's it it's amazing at the things you might be able to find just by throwing a magnet in the water. Like we got a place around here I'd like to check out called Murder Creek, and it's named after terrible to, reasons. But I'm tempted to get a setup and do that when I come down on the fourth weekend. Yeah, when we float the river while we're floating down it. Just drag it. I, yeah. All right. Yeah, bring, <laughs> yeah. bring it with you because we're because the area we're gonna um, go. Um, it's it. There's some places that it's max four foot deep when when the water's low and it's July, so the water might be a little low. But there's some spots that it does kind of just tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a there's a yeah. cove in the water that you can, you know, it gets kind of deep. But you're you know we're floating. Like I, I've never had any problems. It's a place I feel safe bringing my kids and stuff like that. Like it's never, uh, I'm. I'm a river rat at heart. I love the river more than the ocean. You know, you always hear people talk about, oh, I like to go to the ocean. I'm like, no, screw you, dude. I like to go deep, lost into the woods, down an eight-mile stretch of river that most people don't use. Because why not? Let's see what's out here to find. Because there's there's a lot of – I think – I still think there's a lot of untouched countryside and such. Like, people talk about overpopulation. And if you go 30 miles away from – wherever you know the major city is you start finding nothing Mm -hmm. it's only you only think it's seven billion because they tell you it's seven billion and i don't for the life of me think it's seven billion i don't think it's seven billion you can't have one billion up until 1900 and then uh, from 1900 to 2022 bring about Six and a half billion people. On top of all the wars that were in between there that wiped out. Can't, I, don't, I just don't see how that's possible. Yeah. It's not. And it's they not. only tell you it's seven and seven and a half. I think we're up to now. Only because they tell you it's seven and a half billion. What China do like a recent um, traffic, traffic congestion survey and foot traffic survey and they estimate it in reality they might only have 700 million people yep yeah 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 so like I, that's why i think that you know the numbers that they give us are are complete low like, and i do and i do mean all the numbers joke. i i mean you can 
if you gave every single household, every family, one acre of land, you could fit them in Australia. Yes. 85% everybody, of statistics are if, bullshit. If everybody lived like they do in Hong Kong or Tokyo, mm -hmm. you could fit them in Texas. Mm -hmm. You could bury the entire world population, even if it is at 7 billion, in the panhandle of Oklahoma. I read that if every human stood shoulder to shoulder, they wouldn't even fill up Los Angeles. So yeah. there is a lot of fucking space. There is. And the only reason they want to say overpopulation is for a method of control. Oh, we mm. have to watch what we're doing. It's so fragile. 100%. You got to, there's only so many of you can live within this city or you've got to, you know. Yeah, right. Give go to the country. Break. Go to the country. Like, that's, that's most, all I can tell everybody. That's what most, I chose to do. Yeah, most overpopulation freaks kind of just weird me out because they almost all are okay with just straight up genocide if it comes to it. Oh, so. they. I've never any met, means necessary. I've never met one person who argues in favor, well, who believes in this whole overpopulation that wasn't okay with just straight up killing people. Yeah, oh, by any one. means necessary, too, man. Like, by right, any means necessary. You, you, you yeah, you go first. Go throw yourself off of a bridge, please. <laughs> okay. Step in front. Yeah, no. <laughs> embrace your own. Embrace your own beliefs. Go. Heave yourself no, off they, of a bridge, please. In their fantasy, they want to be the one in charge of, you know, deciding who, you know, they want to decide who's not worthy enough to be around and stuff. It, it's, it's weird. It's just weird it, to me. Isn't, isn't this coming generation going to be one of the generations where we actually see a decrease in population because no one's having kids? Yeah, I believe so. No, 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 I, mean, no, no. I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Oh, no, 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 there's no, been a baby no, boom no, since no, 2020. No. Friends from Maybe high school. Since 2020, <laughs> but there has been, it might be a baby boom, but it's still not enough to keep up with the dying population, which boomers, I don't really care. I that, that whole generation can throw themselves into traffic. <laughs> um, I don't know anybody who hasn't had a baby. Like, I mean, you guys, of course, are saying, yeah, even you, you know, you know, you're not far behind. Like, people have recently, a lot of people in the past five years yeah. have had babies that I know. How about two, two years for me, man? <laughs> but, I mean, uh, it's it, yeah yeah but it's to keep up with what they say is people dying there's not enough to keep up with people dying which you know what i saw that and i was Their like numbers are bullshit good good like I, it think, is. I think that i think that i think that favors your argument. like it favors your argument that their numbers are bullshit there's not mm -hmm. seven billion people here yeah. like they're full of shit yeah Take the Inshallah. numbers that they're trying to give you and apply it to maybe like uh, <clears throat> two billion people, if that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's um that's a more reasonable guess. That's a more reasonable number, somewhere between two and three billion, maybe, maybe, if that. If that, we don't know. How can you know? Have you ever been harassed by the census guy? <laughs> constantly, constantly. I've never filled out a census. I refuse to. I even had him show up in my yard. Well, show up at my gate. They did. They showed up in my front door, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I filled it out online, and then I slammed the door. And then they showed up twice. They showed up again. Wow. I, I, yeah. I, 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 he showed up, and I told him. I was like, dude, I already filled that. You know, I already did that online. He's like, oh. And he's, he's like, well, can I, can I just ask you these questions? I was like, 
No. No, get the fuck out of my yard. You only... What's funny, <laughs> though, is people think that that is like you have to fill out every piece of information. Fuck you. Legally, you only have to put your name on it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've done in the past is I've put only my name on it and handed them the paper at the door. And they're like, well, this isn't filled out all the way. I'm like, yes, it is. Now go away. It legally. You don't have to say. Yeah. <laughs> legally. <laughs> I said legally. As if, as, I mean, that's, that's, that's one of those trigger words, you know, like, I mean, screw that. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. Like, the bureaucracy and their nonsense like that i bureaucracy was something i caught on to young like i i kind of noticed i not just politics i guess but like actual like pencil pushers the whole pen is mightier than the sword and and you're just like you're just like people actually listen only if you let it yes but and 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 with that exactly that you know I've always wondered why people are like you I'm like you actually listen to what these idiots have written down on a piece of paper like like think why don't you just think for yourself for a moment and ask yourself are you hurting anyone are you bringing harm to anything no fuck it do what you want like yeah. <laughs> free men don't ask permission I mean are you really gonna live your are you really gonna bow down and live your life to what some old senile pedophiles running Washington, D.C. right on a piece of paper. Or, or some no. penile boomer that, you know, goes into a Rothschild. <laughs> Don't use that rant. word, man. <laughs> That's a, another trigger word is boomer. Fuck them. <clears throat> which, like, which, you I know, mean, you could almost, you could almost pin down any problem we are running into right now in society to the boomer generation. Right. Yeah. Gen X did a little bit of like, it. Come on. I feel like he's the whoa, face whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. I don't think we were. What's I don't up? Think we did. What's up? <laughs> Wait, I didn't hear what he said. Gen Xers did some of it. I don't think we did any of it. Because no, if you yeah, look at. stood there and just let it go by. Look at a generation that. Mo- the biggest generation that says screw off care, is probably us. I, I don't care, bro. Y'all were just like, whatever, man. I don't care. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That was a whole, my whole generation was just like, I don't care. But how much of that is a problem? Think about that. Ooh, shots fired. (laughs) Hey, I'm I'm just refusing to just like do anything about it. Yeah. But but, hey, (laughs) we are now, we are the majority or soon to be the majority. And we're, you're just like, we don't care what you guys say. We're going to do our own thing. So, I mean, you got, you, you figure you got, you got Jason and Carson here and they're both below whatever I am. Like, I guess on a technicality, are they Zoomers? I'm a millennial. But are they I'm Zoomer? Are they Gen Z? I think I would be Gen Z. I think Z? we're queers. Oh, wait. <laughs> Zoomers, man. We know we listen, Carson, we've been over this before. We know how much you are, you know, in the ass, bud. So it's a it's it's okay. It's it's a safe place here. He was Air Force. Breakfast, lunch, so, and dinner, bud. I mean, he was Air Force. I I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a bottom. You know, if there is a bottom, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Air Force guys have such smooth, soft skin. They do. Have you guys seen that fucking TikTok or that little short where it's that guy sitting there? If you want my guns, come get them. Come kiss me for them. Go ahead. Put your hands on me. Put your soft, supple, liberal hands (laughs) on me. (laughs) Quickest way to make someone uncomfortable. Great. Yeah.
Yeah. It, it, Until you get that one it. agent that's into that shit and it just backfires. Come take my guns. Kiss me yeah. for it, but not, not right away. Wait, wait for that awkward moment where we both know you what's going to happen, but we haven't done it yet. I seen you it know? on a meme earlier. There's somewhere out there, there's a CIA agent pretending to be a hot girl talking to an FBI agent pretending to be a gun bro, and they're trying to set each other up to fucking <laughs> fail. Like, well, seriously, remember the like real no real legit sting operation where the FBI and the DEA. Undercover, it was FBI undercover guys buying from undercover DEA guys, and they got into a shootout and wounded each other. That, like, legit happened. <laughs> My taxpayer dollars are paying for that, man. Or what you know, taxes I do pay. You know the government's fucked when they're only taking out the problems the government's causing. Right, man, it's like what they say, uh, 75% of... The one percenter biker gangs were undercover uh, feds at one time. Not now. I don't know. That's insane. So, I mean, the, the feds infiltrated the Hell's Angels like big time. Like they. Yeah, it was like half of the Hell's Angels were undercover feds. It was like seventy five percent of the one percenters were undercover feds. Which is which? Which is wild. Didn't that didn't that same thing happen with that uh with that Gretchen chick in Michigan where her plot was all just FBI? All agents? of them, yeah. They were all in. They were all plants by the feds. Speak of the devil, did you guys see what happened in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, the other day during the Pride thing? No. Have you guys talked about this yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. I I, I read about this. That the cops, they, they, they the cops that, get, wasn't that. Wasn't that one kid going to show up with a gun? No, 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 no. So the cops get called on a mysterious looking vehicle when a bunch of big, big, beefy males jump in the back of a riot gear. These guys are jumping in the back of these, this U-Haul truck. Cops pull them over, <laughs> arrest them. With, uh, they charge them with incite the riot, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Anyways, there's a picture of all these guys on their knees, and they still have their mask on and their hats on, and they're seizing Patriot all the Front. Stuff. It was Patriot yeah. Front. It was Patriot they Front. They arrested the Patriot Front guys. And the, Every and single one of those guys were feds. And they're sitting there taking pictures of these dudes, <clears throat> and they all have their fucking their, – their megaphones with the FBI's logo still on them. There's like – Every single one of those guys was a fucking fed. That's why it didn't go as viral as they wanted it to. Yeah, that's why you don't even hear about it right now, because I saw that pick. They had them all on their knees, uh, flex cuffed, and they still had their masks pulled up, their hats on. They are khakis and navy blue shirts. And I'm like, it's like they just didn't even attempt to change out of their FBI uniform when they put on their Patriot front gear. Good God. Like Unbelievable. So, so Jason, you ever you ever run across any internet feds yourself, buddy? Say that again. You ever run any across any internet feds yourself, buddy? Uh, no, I've been they've been kind of leaving me alone lately. I mean, I'm banned more than I'm active, so. I apologize for that. That's totally my my fault. They shut the door. Yeah. I I, unle <laughs> I unleashed a monster that. Dude, my last last three days. Like, I don't even know what they're for. Like. 
Are you getting those old like bands for memes from like four years ago? Yeah, and they won't even show like the posts or anything that it's associated with. It's just you have a thirty day ban, and it's like, well, can't can't use this now. Good. I honestly like I probably still wouldn't have had an I probably still wouldn't have Instagram if I wasn't getting banned from Facebook like every other day. Makes sense. <laughs> Man, I'm so glad all my posts on social media are just redneck shits. Like just, <laughs> just it's all hunting and fishing. But man, my likes on the other hand, totally different story. Everything yeah. I like gets banned <laughs> within five minutes. Sure. Yeah, like I'll, you know how like on Facebook you'll get those um you'll get the chance to look back at memories from like you know posts on this day but previous years. You have memories. I'll go back and try, you know, I'll go back and look to see if there was you know, old but gold posts and reshare them. And now almost every post in my memories is just like, this post has been removed. This post has been removed. Uh, this post has been taken down for, you know, whatever violations. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have memories. <laughs> All right. You got me there. Are you the fed? <laughs> no, I've actually, actually I've finally had for the first time in God, eight years, probably. I've actually made it to a point where I have a profile that is beginning to have memories. And the trick that I've found is that I'm just not commenting anymore. That's where I get a lot of my bands because I don't hesitate to call you a fucking walnut. And like that, that's your band. My last band, this guy was um, some dude who had to be like 600 pounds was literally like, making fun of poor children for not having food. So I just said, well, they probably have food if your blimp ass didn't eat it all. <laughs> and they banned me for calling him a blimp. I was like, are you kidding me, bro? He's making fun of starving children. <laughs> right. That's hate speech. That's hate yeah, speech. You can't yeah. do that. That's hate him a blimp. Everything that comes out of my mouth comes from a position of hate. So it's all hate speech. <laughs> yeah. So I took a on Twitter, I haven't been banned lately, and I have been getting more and more obnoxious on Twitter just to see how far I can push it till I get banned. No, I haven't I, even gotten a warning even, yet. I don't even try. It's weird. Twitter, Twitter I like, always... Thanks to our Lord and Savior, Elon Musk. I straight up used the C word to a certain female governor and no ban. You used the C word and got away with it? Yeah. No, yeah. And I didn't even get a warning on Twitter. Like, it's still up. (laughs) Good job. Twitter's a bit of cool. It's gotten... It's gotten weird, man. Like, it's gotten really weird on Twitter. There isn't a single community on Twitter that I follow that isn't like just toxic beyond all belief. Yes. Oh, it's a, and after the Supreme Court ruling today on New York State's uh, concealed carry, the crying has been nonstop uh-huh. on Twitter. But I will say, you know, having just recently, it, I've only been an anarchist for about as long five as years now, four or five years, I think. And before that, I was a statist. I didn't want to sound like a statist today. I didn't want to sound like a statist today when I said based Clarence Thomas basically just said 
you know, screw off with this. You know, the Second Amendment is absolute. It was enjoyable to see the amount of people crying on Twitter about how the murders are going to escalate in New York because of that. And I'm like, man, the, the murders in New York are already there. I mean, you're not going to stop anybody. And it's not going to get any worse. Mm. Unless the government wants to make it worse. And these are things <clears> that I don't think people realize. You know, that most of the stuff is government's created their own problem. And then yeah. they're out there trying to police us over the problem. People that are just trying to mind their own fucking business. Listen, you know if, you take the worst, if you take the worst cities in the United States for gun crimes and totally get rid of them, which being they're liberal-run cities, and you totally get rid of them, we will be in the top 20 safest, or not even the top, is it higher than the top 20? Maybe in the top 15 safest countries in the world. If you take away the worst five cities and totally get rid of them, I would we'll say I'm one of the safest countries. I yep. would say I'm surprised, but I'm not. Not at all. And they're also the cities with the strictest gun laws. Wow. You surprised? I mean, well, yeah. Again, dude, I live in Connecticut. It's gun laws are pretty yeah. fucking strict here. But I also live in Waterbury, which is a one of the major one of the cities in, in the state. And every morning I wake up and I get a notification of someone got shot two streets over, someone uh, uh three or four people killed in a shootout like So it's just always happening in in, in these same few locations, and that just ends up being a representation on the entire country. It you is. Guys follow laws? It's a representation on our clown show political system, our quasi-political system, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. You know? It, it just shows that we're a clown show to the rest of the world. And 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 yet and yet and yes, Carson. You know, we 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 believe in rules, just no masters. Like we we can we can we can coexist and have. You can have, have rules. Have rules yeah. without having masters. You know, like, don't, you know, don't harm people. You know, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Go for it. I would love to live in a culture with rules, but no masters. I would love that. But every time I go to Walmart or a store, somebody leaves their shopping cart out in the middle of the parking lot, uh, and that makes me, makes me lose a little bit of faith in humanity. Every That's time. not a victimless crime, though. To you because I put mine up every single. Yeah, time. it's a sociological experiment. If you watch that, and <laughs> not returning your shopping cart is not a victimless crime. So no. therefore, it would be subject to retribution. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You know, uh, you to work an eight-hour shift every time you leave a cart. Well, that's one of the know, rules. Like my my. All right, this is a, this is one. Me and my wife have actually had a heated discussion about this exact topic and she's like well well you know baby and rain and and i was like i, I was like there is that there is fluke exceptions <laughs> you know what i'm saying like if it's pouring i can counter that being dad with a baby i can counter it too i always return my shopping cart me too even if i've got even if i'm out grocery shopping with the baby pouring down i can rain. still return my shopping cart fuck yeah it's 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 a it's a one of the most simple things in life, and what's worse though, if you do happen to be one of those people, pusher, you know, and that just would not return it, put it somewhere in the parking lot that is not in the middle of a parking spot, or leaned mm -hmm. up on the damn curb. Yeah, I my truck being the way it is, being the red beast, I will hit that shopping cart 
pulling into a parking spot, not giving two shits what happens to it. You know, I don't, I don't. If I need that parking spot, I'm hitting that shopping cart. I'm not getting out and move it. And for those who are familiar, there's this whole thing. You can, you can look it up. Like it's a real thing. It's a sociological type, like, you know, thing that you can read. Like, I don't know how to explain it really, but it talks about, you know, putting up your shopping cart. And, and the, I, I believe in it too. The way I look at it is I showed up to that store and I borrowed their device to carry my stuff around. And it is my responsibility as loaning something from someone to put it back where I got it in the shape that I got it you know, as best as I can. Like, and, and I try to look at that aspect with a lot of things because hell I'm people know that know me in real life. I'm all about barter and trading and borrowing and I'll let you borrow things too. Like I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I just, I try to treat it with respect and I try to look, you know, hope, I hope that everybody else treats me with the same amount of respect, you know, and occasionally you run across things that do get, you know, do get you burned. I can't say that you don't, but like as a general just rule of thumb throughout everything that I've learned. I have faith in humanity simply because I can see that people care. Like they might pretend like they don't, they might pretend like they're hard. They might pretend like they're, you know, not into that or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you're really in need, you'd be surprised at the people that you don't even know show up to, to help you out, to be there for you in a sense, I guess, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing to me to see the way humanity works. Like it's, it's, it's an interesting, an interesting species to say the least. We're so fucking weird, man. We're so fucking weird. That's why I'm convinced of the prison planet theory that it, Humans are not necessarily from Earth. We were just expelled from our our planet of origin. We were expelled to Earth. It goes it goes along a lot with my you know my space my spaceship at the bottom of the ocean theory that that prison planet theory thing like I like I, I to me it does because like the way I see it is yeah we were we were expelled to here and. Could this be an underground fucking water base that we don't know about? No, but like, but like, yeah, totally a prison planet, totally the Matrix, totally the Cube. Like we're we're lo- we're all like Neo on the outside somewhere, and this is our consciousness that's been turned into us here being friggin' fools on unconstitutional awakening. Because why not? You know, I, I I again I do I would like to point out and appreciate you guys coming on this evening for our fiftieth episode you know like i think that's a it's a pretty good milestone here we are uh, starting from kind of nothing and just screwing around over there with the guys on the red pill project and stuff and you know mandit will tell you I, I i just all of a sudden popped up in the group chat one day and was like hey we are gonna start recording shows and they're like what and i was like sorry <laughs> see as as much shit as we give society as much as much problems as we have with it Without it, we wouldn't be sitting right here. I would never have met you, gentlemen, ever. No, man. We're all sitting across the United States talking about things we enjoy, and we're making brothers and we're making friends off of just the internet, and it's an amazing thing. No, like I, you know, when we were growing up, we were always told, you know what I'm saying, like you know, don't you shouldn't make friends with people on the internet. They're weird. And I, I'm sitting with some of the best people that I know, like personal, like you guys have, 
you know, are definitely all part of a, of a circle, I guess, that I consider my, my family, you know, like I've, I've, I've always been a, been like a family kind of guy as far as like, I don't have an actual family to turn to and bandit for sure is somebody that I care for dearly. And Jason's like my long lost son. And I think Carson somehow is like a redheaded stepchild and, and, and I love him and I think he's great. He's just. Sometimes, Thanks. My but, dad beat me like one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh God! Like and, and, I, mean, I have Caribbean parents, so I could share a couple stories while getting my ass whooped. Hey, y'all want to hear a really fucked up joke? Absolutely. Oh, Sex is like riding a bike. <laughs> oh, In a lot of ways, my uncle taught me how to do both. <laughs> I knew oh. that was cool. I knew that was that's something that should be told in Georgia or Kentucky, my man, not Ohio, not Idaho. I, I'm from Texas originally. Okay, that, uh, well, still no, still no. Kind of makes sense, you know. I mean, there's there's only there's only two things in Texas, and that's that's steers and queers. And I don't hey, see have y'all ever? Not, I don't see any horns, man. <laughs> have y'all ever been to a, a family reunion and get told you're kin, but you ain't blood? Oh God. Oh man! Oh man! What? I thought that only happened in Alabama, but here we go. Just joking. Or Mississippi. Or Mississippi. Sure we are. Mississippi. Oh man! Listen, I make jokes about Mississippi now all the time. We all we were growing up. We were always told Mississippi was the place you stayed out of because there was just things there that would terrify you from. There is. There is. They're at the. They're, uh, never, I'm, I don't want to crack any like like poverty jokes or school jokes or anything, but yeah, they they're at the bottom for a reason. One of one of my good friends who works for a triple letter agency, he um, he he is from Papa Bluff, Missouri, and we work together overseas. Jesus Christ, this dude, you know, scraggly beard all the way down to his neck, a mullet, the whole nine yards, been in the desert for twenty years. You you can take the redneck out of Missouri, but you can't take the Missouri out of the redneck. This dude, Jimmy, were you born in Missouri? I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> on, on Whiteman Air Force Base, of all places, we've made fun of the Air Force people and you know, like Missouri now, both in one episode, and that's 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 funny. No, I, I was. I didn't spend a whole lot of time there. I was. We were. But do you know what's weird about Mississippi, though? Even though it's like, as far as poverty, education, everything changes when you drive down through Mississippi and you get to like this tiny little sliver that runs along the Gulf Coast. It's a totally, it's like a different state. Yeah. You've got casinos, they've got a hard rock cafe, some of the best food you'll ever eat right out on the ocean, expensive hotels, a huge aquarium. But it's right on the coast. It's like a retirement community. Like it's like yeah, it's to- it's everything changes when you hit like Gulfport, Mississippi. It's, it's the same thing in Alabama too. Are you that that Gulf so- side of Alabama? What is it? Gulf, Gulf Shores? Shores? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gulf Shores is a man. whole different world. Like you wouldn't beautiful think white sand. But as soon as you get out of that like area, that coastal swamp area, sh- straight to incest, just right out the gate, like no teeth. So you get to Birmingham, plan. and then it's 
then it's the hood, bro. Like that's ooh, Birmingham is it, Birmingham is the Detroit of the South. Like it's it's rough there. I spent the first couple of years oh. of my life in Lafayette. Ooh, Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah. No, Lafayette, Alabama. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about, Jimmy. Yeah, it's Alabama's a very poor place. You know, technically, they never um, signed and seceded back into the government after the Civil War. After they, the Civil War, yeah, it was it was left un like unsigned. You know, until two years ago, Alabama had a higher education rate in the state of Idaho, and now really? I think we're tied. Now I, I think, think it's only because of the population size different, right? Well, no, I think it's because of it. No, in that case, that that would be like Maine would have a, a lower one, right? No, that's not the case. It's like education system wise, like the most illiterate people and stuff like that. All that Idaho was weird. Idaho was like 49th for the longest time, and now just about about I can't remember who was 50. It's Mississippi. Mississippi. It's always hey girl, are you from Mississippi? Because you're the only Mrs. Pisses I sippy. Oh jeez. Oh my. Wow. <laughs> and to end the show, yeah. Carson makes a pee joke. Carson, makes a pee joke. <laughs> Carson I, I I do I do appreciate you coming on. It's been it's been some good laughs. I appreciate when you come on and hang out. We'll have to we'll to have you back on after your bear hunt so that you can tell us if you got one. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited to hear about that. I'll I'll see if I can set up with with Jeff. I bet he'd love to hear about your bear hunt too. I know you guys were. Oh, for sure. We just did. We just recorded our podcast on Bucks of America on the 13th. So That's fantastic. That's yeah. Awesome. So yeah, it was it was super awesome. I shared him. I shared with him uh, my fried turkey recipe, my wild fried turkey recipe. So pretty great. Um, Jim, I always love coming on here. I love bringing a little bit of light to the subject because it is a dark and gloomy world we live in, but people are good at the end of the day in some places. And I love trying to bring a little bit of laughter to it. So if you'll forgive me of that, I'll love to have, be back on. Oh, of course, buddy. You know, you, you know, I will. I love having you on. It's been a great time. And of course, Jason, I thank you for joining us for our 50th special. You've only, you've only kind of been on here once, but I'd love to have you on more when you can be. I know you're a busy young man with life and all kinds of good stuff, but I mean, you know, you're definitely part of the unconstitutional Wigan family. He makes some fire memes out there when he is <laughs> yeah. you guys, you know, like I, I trained him well in the, in the aspect of, of being a meme Lord, I think. Memory. You got anything you'd like to add before you pop out before we pop off there this evening, bud, Jason? Uh, no, I think I've said everything on my mind today. Awesome. That's this one was this was a fun show. I'm definitely gonna try to you know be on more. Oh yeah, for sure. You got anything you want to throw out there, Bandit, before we head out this evening? I'm good, man. All good. Happy fiftieth, man. Yeah, happy of course, 50th. happy. At- Happy 50th. And, uh, it's been an interesting road to say the least. So to far, it really has. It's been a very interesting road to this 50th episode. And I appreciate the big, the big everybody one, out I think, there. will be 100. Yeah. Yeah. Before we know it, we'll be there. But, you know, I appreciate everybody that's making this possible out there, watching us on Rumble, Brighteon, BitChute, and, you know, Odyssey. You know, I, I appreciate all of you guys liking the stuff and conversating with us on there and stuff like that. And I appreciate everybody out there just listening to us streaming. Um, I, 
you know, as well as being the 50th episode here, we have officially made over 2,000 downloads on the audio streaming version of the podcast. We're over 5,000 views across this a board of uh, streaming and such, you know, as far as like the visual and stuff. So, you know, it's, it's coming along great. And I, I can't wait to watch it grow more. And I appreciate all of you out there that make this possible. And, you know, of course you guys can help us out by checking out our sponsors, hop on over there and, Check out KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash Jim Bob forward slash and uh, consult with Kirk. You know, he can he can get you some gold, some tangible items in your pocket just in case the uh, the economy does decide to take a take a take a crash because you never really know where things are going. Or you can also get over there to PeachyKeyCreations.com and uh, get yourself some soaps or some teas or some uh, Reiki healing. She's a Reiki master and she's 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 good at it. she's good at what she does so i recommend you people get reaching out to her and seeing what she can do for you that's peachykeycreations.com and over there on unconstitutionalawakening.com you can find the link to go to our merch store and get you some awesome merch with you know whatever you like as far as merch shirts hats cups whatever with some of our awesome logos and stuff on it so we appreciate you guys of course and we appreciate everyone out there and y'all have a fantastic evening we'll talk to you next time on unconstitutional awakening good night Thank you.